0: RTHK, the news at 11 with Ben Che, the top stories. The education secretary says daily COVID tests for pupils and teachers will likely be scrapped from March. The police commissioner vows to continue the force's crackdown on parallel traders. And a team from Hong Kong joins search and rescue efforts in Turkey following Monday's devastating earthquakes. The Education Secretary Christine Choi says it's likely that daily COVID tests for pupils and teachers will be scrapped from next month. Under one of Hong Kong's last mandatory testing regimes, both groups must take a rapid antigen test before going to school every day. The minister says the pandemic situation is now stable and schools will be told about the new arrangement as soon as possible.
1: We will close monitor the situation and assess actually what uh, the progress and the uh, pandemic situation and ex- uh, seek the uh, advice from the expertise and we will make the decision as, and uh, let the school sector know as soon as possible we have any uh, new arrangement. From the observation at this moment, I think it's quite stable and uh, likely uh, we will uh, remove if uh, the situation is uh, similar.
0: Police Commissioner Raymond Siu has vowed to continue stamping out the activities of parallel traders who buy goods in Hong Kong for resale across the border. He says that since quarantine-free travel with the mainland resumed last month, officials have stepped up patrols in parallel trading black spots and have so far issued 19 penalty tickets. The chief executive of the Consumer Council says holiday makers need to stay alert to changes in border control measures in different countries. Gilly Wong made the comments after the watchdog received dozens of complaints from people who had had their plans to travel to Japan thrown into chaos by changes in regulations. Tokyo capped the number of flights from Hong Kong and restricted them to certain airports, leading to hundreds of cancellations. Ms. Wong says flexibility is key.
1: Think about the destination first. Uh, whether that destination have frequent changes in the policy for tourists. If there's frequent changes in policies for the tourists, obviously that may have create some uncertainty for your trip, about uh, whether you can enter the uh, the country or uh, any change in flight or can even cancellation in flight. secondly is if you decide, you know the destination please allow more time in your itinerary in your schedule reasons being is in case of any change uh, you still can have some flexibility in your own schedule instead of creating a big disruption to your plan
0: Overseas, the United Nations aid chief has described the earthquakes that hit southern Turkey and northwestern Syria as the worst natural disaster in 100 years in the region. Martin Griffiths was speaking during a visit to the Turkish province of Karamanmaras. The Turkish president, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, has said the number of those confirmed dead in Turkey has risen to more than 21,000 or hundreds of thousands of buildings have been rendered in uninhabitable. Mr Griffiths told the BBC he hoped to get more access to northern Syria soon. I don't think it's right to give up hope that we will get access. We are looking
2: very, very actively and firmly and hard for opening up two more crossing points. We're going to put a resolution where we go before the Security Council. If anybody wants to veto it, let them do so. The case For those two additional crossing points,
0: it's a black and white humanitarian case. This is not politics. A team from Hong Kong has joined the search and rescue efforts in Turkey's Hatay province. Kenny Hajat has this report. Writing
2: on Facebook, Secretary for Security Chris Tang said Hong Kong's rescuers were in a race against time to find survivors under extreme weather conditions. Confirming that they have deployed search and rescue dogs and are using drones to look for people trapped in rubble, he thanked the 59 member team for their work and urged them to be careful.
0: Know, to the,
2: the team is led by Deputy Chief Fire Officer <laughs> Yu Men-Yung and comprises firefighters and ambulance crews as well as officers from the Security Bureau, the Immigration Department and the Department of Health. As the death toll rises, more than a million people have been left homeless and many are huddled in temporary shelters.
0: And the weather forecast for tonight and tomorrow. Mainly cloudy and foggy, one or two rain patches in the morning and at night. Sunny intervals during the day with temperatures ranging between 19 and 24 degrees. Looking ahead, humid and foggy on Monday and warm during the day. Winds will strengthen from the north and the weather will become cooler on Tuesday. Currently, it's 19 degrees Celsius. The humidity, 95%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is now 5 minutes past 11. A large crowd has stormed a police station in Pakistan's Punjab province, lynching a man being held there on allegations of blasphemy. Hundreds of people were said to be involved. This report from the BBC's Sanjay Dasgupta.
2: In a video circulating on social media, some of the assembled crowd can be seen scaling the massive gates of what appears to be the Warburton police station in Nankana Sahib and forcing them open. The mob then storms the building. The man was in police custody when the crowd lynched him and torched his body. This comes just months after a similar incident in Sialkot City where a mob killed a Sri Lankan man over allegations of blasphemy which attracts the death penalty in Pakistan by law or by those who take the law into their own hands.
0: The United States is trying to recover the debris of an unidentified object which was shot down as it flew over Alaska's north coast. A Pentagon spokesman, Pat Ryder, gave few details about the object, saying only it was not an aircraft. It was unmanned, incapable of maneuvering, and was about the size of a small car. Residents of the Australian Pacific Territory of Norfolk Island have been urged to take shelter as Cyclone Gabrielle threatens to bring destructive winds and heavy rain. Forecasters say high tides and very heavy surf could cause local damage and coastal erosion. From Sydney, here's the BBC's Phil Mercer. Winds of up to 155 kilometres per hour are forecast along with very heavy rain and abnormally high tides. Administrators on the islands. Say that they are well-prepared, but Australia's Bureau of Meteorology says in the last 30 or 40 years, only three sight bones have come within 50 kilometres of Norfolk Islands. A.K.A., one of South Africa's most popular rappers, has been shot dead outside a restaurant in Durban. Police say 35-year-old Kieran Forbes was walking towards his car when he was gunned down. The BBC's Nomsa Maseko reports from Johannesburg.
1: The killing of South African rapper and music producer Kenan Forbes, popularly known as AKA, has sent shockwaves and caused heartbreak, even in a country with one of the highest murder rates in the world. AKA was shot along with his longtime friend, Bello Motswane, known as Tibbs, on Durban's Florida Road, one of the city's most vibrant spots. The assailants fled the scene on foot. Police have said they don't want to speculate on whether this was an assassination by paid hitman, but said that possibility cannot be ruled out.
0: To sports now and in tennis, Wu Yibing has become only the second Chinese man to reach the semi-finals of an ATP event, and the first since Pan Bing in 1995. Wu, who entered the top 100 last week for the first time ever and is unseated, beat Adrian Manarino of France 6-3, 6-4 in the quarter-final at the Dallas Open. Afterwards, he indicated he was taking things in his stride. I guess I have a pretty relaxed uh, mentality, like... I just uh, trying to enjoy tennis you know it's a, like you said it's my first time so why take it too serious if it's the first time right <laughs> uh obviously it's uh, it's gonna be a very tough match against top 10 especially played uh, play, uh home and uh, he's got great serve great uh, forehand great everything so i'm just trying to play my best and uh Um, Just enjoy tennis. Hopefully I can be more relaxed than today. The world's number one tennis player, Serbia's Novak Djokovic, has applied for a special entry exemption to the United States to play at the Indian Wells and the Miami Open tournaments next month. The U.S. requires all foreigners arriving by air to be vaccinated against COVID. The 35-year-old has previously said he would miss Grand Slams rather than receive a COVID-19 vaccine. Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes will play Super Bowl 57 as the NFL's most valuable player when they face the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday morning Hong Kong time. He's thrilled with the accolade, but says he's now focusing on a second Super Bowl victory.
2: I'm just excited to get back out there. It's going to be a great matchup. I mean, you can't ask for a, a better team to go up against in the Super Bowl. I mean, it's going to be a, a, a fun game, and I'm excited for it. If you look at the list of quarterbacks that have won two Super Bowls, it's not a very long list. And so I not only want to do that, but I want to get two Super Bowls for Coach Reed.
0: And to end the news, the top stories again. The education secretary says daily COVID tests for pupils and teachers will likely be scrapped from March. The police commissioner vows to continue the forces crackdown on power, parallel traders, and a team from Hong Kong joins search and rescue efforts in Turkey following Monday's devastating earthquakes. And that's the news from RTHK.
2: Just in the land So I can keep my pride, if it's all the same, and I won't be led around by the watch and chain. So come on, come on, come on, come on, baby, my love is strongest in the land. The UK. Can-